Good afternoon, and welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl, bringing you the music of jazz drummer Paul Modian on WRFR Low Power Community Radio in Rockland, Maine. The show has music he created, music he was inspired by, and music he inspired. And I'd like to thank my sponsors for the show, The Curator and Dowling Walsh Gallery, both on Main Street in Rockland, and Rockport Automotive in Rockport. Um, During this pandemic, I'm making the show on my home computer and sending it in to the station for broadcast. So it is not live. So if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out my webpage at www.jazzcloset.blogspot.com and there's a Facebook page attached to that as well. Today's show is part two of a Bill Frizzell interview. I did it on Zoom and interspersed music in it to bring it to the airwaves. So um, it's a little bit crazy and sounds a little uneven on the interview, but I think it, you know for the content is good. So I'm going to start off today's show with a cut from Bill Frizzell's 1985 ECM album, Rambler. This is Resistor, and it's Bill with Kenny Wheeler, Bob Stewart, Jerome Harris, and Paul Modian. Thank you. 
How do you think um, his compositions influenced your compositions? Oh, In yeah, a lot. Ways? That's, I mean, it's a little hard to, I mean, part of it, like those where you're, you were playing me those things where I'm playing, he always, I think another thing that makes his music great, it's, it's open enough so that it always felt like it was my music. You know, it was like, so whoever's playing it, I felt like I was expressing myself. It wasn't like I was just playing the role of a guitar player, but I was, the, the music allows you to put your own personality into it. So when I played his songs, I felt like, you know, it always, it felt like it was, or he gave you the freedom or, or the, the music demanded that you put your whole self into it. So in that way, it, it felt like it was my band when I was playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so everybody that's in the band, I think, feels that way. And then it, that, I think that's something in the nature of the way he wrote the music. So it, it, it adds this extra... Uh, you know, it's not like a job where you're going to go. It's like you. It's like your life is in there. Um, and so, it, it, I, I don't know how to say how he. I know he's. I mean, it's just hugely influential on the way I would write music too. Because I started writing my own music, you know, not around that same time or maybe a little before that I had a couple little things or whatever. Uh-huh. And, but then there's, there's no way to really calculate what that playing all his music and hearing those melodies. Um, and the way they resonated with, I remember, yeah, that was, you know, that song Mandyville. Uh-huh. Um, we played that a lot at the beginning, right? And then there was like a couple years later, I think, I wrote this song called Amarillo Barbados. And it's not the same, but 
And it, this was really weird because I didn't realize it until Paul, there's a song called Amarillo Barbados and I played it. I was playing at the Vanguard with my group and Paul came to hear us. Uh-huh. So Paul was sitting in the back of the Vanguard and I started, I can't remember if I said something to the audience. It was like, suddenly it just dawned on me. Like the first few notes of, maybe we played it. And I, as I was playing it, I was like, oh my God, wait a minute. Like there's a whole, bu- a whole bunch of the notes on the melody are the same. It's just the same as that Mandyville song, sort of in a different, but it was, yeah. a, and I was like, and I said something, I said, uh, I know I said something to the audience at that time. I said, uh, you know, there's Paul motion in, in the audience. And I just realized I just ripped off his song. You know, I just <laughs> stole his song. And um, like, I don't know if you can hear this. Like, So that's Paul's song, and then right. here's my song. It's like, you know, that's Paul's song, and then it, they're, they could almost Close, be coming from this. Nice. Close, I mean, but I don't, not, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't think he'd win a lawsuit in a law. No, no, no. no I know, but but it's like the the whole feeling of it and the the feeling, yeah. It it's like, and the there's these first few notes that are actually the they're in a different rhythm and a different yeah. Um, so last week I played Mandyville from the Live at Riles Quartet recording. And um, I'm going to play it again, but this time it's from a rehearsal that was just after that show. So this is September 18th, 1981, with Bill Frizzell, Joe Lovano, Ed Schuler, and Paul Modian. And then after that, we're going to hear um, Bill's song, Amarillo Barbados, from um, a live in Warsaw, Poland, trio concert, July 3rd, 1993, with Bill on guitar, Kermit Driscoll on bass, and Joey Barron on drums.
you that you are listening to Community Radio, WRFR, Low Power, Rockland, Maine, streaming at WRFR.org and locally at 93.3 FM. So who knows, you know, and then as I get, also as I get older, there's, I spent so much time playing his music. And like I said, you know, some of those songs I played over and over to try to get them in under my fingers so I could play them. And mm-hmm. As I get older, if I'm writing music, it's like you're sort of grabbing. It feels sort of like you're fishing or grabbing. It's like these melodies are floating around in my imagination. I don't know where they come from. I don't, I can't, I have no idea. It's just, it's a lifetime of hearing music. And so there's some melody will come through my mind and I'll write it down. And I don't know, it could be a George Gershwin song or it could be, you don't, I think there's a point where you don't really know what's, what's supposedly original or not anymore, you know? And I know, you know, his stuff is so in me now. It's, it's definitely comes out somehow. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you played with so many different people and so many different songs. I mean, it's a huge repertoire. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember you said you never played Paul's music without Paul, though, for until after he passed away. Right? Yeah, that was that took and a, then a while. Yeah, that was hard because I didn't I didn't want to have that. The last thing I wanted to, was to try to get. And I know he wouldn't want he doesn't like he wouldn't want. I didn't want to try to recapture something that we had, you know, it, no. the, yeah. it has to be, the music has to be alive and it has to go into the future, you know, and, and when I finally did start to play it again, I felt like 
it was okay or something. It, then it was such a relief. It was like a relief and like we, I played something with one of my groups and it was like, wow, this is, it wasn't like, I wasn't, I mean, I was thinking of Paul, of course, but I wasn't thinking the drummer is supposed to be playing like, that would be like horrible to be thinking that way. Yeah. And it, it felt like, wow, the music has a, there's like a momentum that those songs can just keep on going out into the future. You know? And like I said, you know, you yeah. find, you keep finding more and more stuff in there. And so that was like, oh, that was a relief because suddenly when he w wasn't there and like, how, what am I going to do with this huge part of my, that's been this major part of, everything I'm playing, like if I can't use this, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because you guys played together um, every year at the Vanguard for quite yeah. a few years, right? As yeah. The trio. But also before that, that, it was like yeah. really a lot, you know, like yeah. go to Europe and then we play it whatever all over the, all over the States and just yeah. all the time. Yeah. For 30 years yeah a lot of playing
that was Paul Modian's tune, It Should Have Happened a Long Time Ago, from the 2017 ECM album Small Town, recorded live at the Village Vanguard with Bill Frizzell and Thomas Morgan on double bass. um, I um, I have one more duo, and it just says guitar and drums. It doesn't have a name or anything, so... Maybe we'll see if you know what it is, and then I'll let you go have your dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe you'll eat later, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. 
wasn't sure if that was the right one, but it is. Yeah, this is one of my favorite things. Talk about simple, but just getting really to the... What is it? He, no? Well, he had on the... We rec I rec he had me play this alone on the... I think it's on the Psalm album. Is it? It's called, I think it's called Etude on there. Oh, Etude, yep. Is that right? Let me look. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, this is what I wanted. I is this is this from a rehearsal? I wonder if it's when he first. Yeah, it's from a rehearsal. Wow. Because yeah. that's one of those amazing, what you're talking about, simple. You know, it's just this little bit of a. The melody is just so perfect. Um, but there's so much, so much to grab onto there. He, he also recorded this with Jerry Allen and Charlie Hayden and uh -huh. um, he would have me, that was amazing too. Like a lot of the albums at the beginning, he would always have one song on the album that was just me alone. Like that etude there that there's another one. Oh, I guess it's, yeah, introduction. And, and one other one too. We, we recorded that introduction again later with Ron Carter too, which was really great to do that. I think I'm trying to figure out what the, it's wild because it's really just one chord, the whole song, but it's this, it's like the chord and the, the way this melody fits with the chord is so, unusual and also it fit that's what was amazing the way he would so much of his stuff fit so well on the guitar it was a natural i know people say you know he played guitar when he was a kid or something but i don't know he had a sense of how to make the stuff work on the guitar in a good way we're going to go to the top of the hour with Etude from the album Psalm. And when we come back, we have more of the interview and more music of Paul Modian.
Welcome back to the second hour of Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is a part two of a two-part series with an interview with jazz guitarist Bill Frizzell. I'd like to thank my sponsors for the show, Rockport Automotive, the Dowling Walsh Gallery, and Curator for helping to bring the show on the air here at WRFR Low Power Community Radio. So I'm going to continue with the interview with Bill Frizzell, and we're listening to a guitar and drum solo of the tune Etude. So he's, play, he's playing now? Playing the drums now to other cymbals. Oh, oh wow. Now you make me want to play this song again, too. <laughs> Yeah, the way he plays uh, that, it's like, I haven't really heard him play like that anywhere. Just like the cymbals, yeah. like really intense. Yeah. And, I mean, partly it's the recording, I guess, but. Um, oh, yeah. Because maybe the mic is kind of close to the cymbals. It just seems like a totally different approach or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if it's because he's playing with the, just you or. He's trying to add a something different. I don't yeah, know. it's wild to think that's early in that. He might have just written yeah. that song like around that time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, June of '81, probably. Yeah. Wow. Is this? Yeah, yeah, because this was record. Some was recorded in December when yeah. you went on that first tour, right? Yeah. 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 Wow, it's amazing. Next, we're going to hear some more guitar rehearsals of Etude. Um, there's two versions, and I'm going to play them back to back. And this is from August 7th and 18th, 1981.
Yeah, the way he plays uh, that, it's like, I haven't really heard him play like that anywhere. Just like the symbols, yeah. like really intense. Yeah. And, I mean, partly it's the recording, I guess, but. Um, oh, yeah. Because maybe the mic is kind of close to the symbols. It just seems like a totally different approach or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if it's because he's playing with the, just you or he's trying to add a, something different. Yeah, know. it's wild to think that's early in that. He might have just written yeah. that song like around that time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, June of '81, probably. Yeah. Wow. Is this? Yeah, yeah, because this was record. Some was recorded in December when yeah. you went on that first tour, right? Yeah. 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 Wow, it's amazing. Any final words for us? <laughs> Uh, oh man i don't know it's so good that all these i'm glad that we can do this without getting too sad you know it actually makes me happy to hear that yeah music okay. you know it's yeah and just the reminder that it's the music just keeps going you know i mean that's what's kind of as I'm getting older and people go away, <laughs> but there's some, something with the music that just keeps, when you think of all the people that Paul played with and a couple generations younger than me guys that he was playing, you know, as, mm -hmm. as time went on, he kept, he kept, he did so many different projects with all these different musicians and, they all, it's like a real gift, you know, that he, they had the experience of being with him and playing his music and, and everybody sort of goes off and takes parts of it with them, you know, and so he's still here, he's all over the place, which yeah. is, it's somehow reassuring to me. That's, I really noticed that in music. I mean, I can hear, I'll go to hear somebody and I can hear the way the history comes through. Some people maybe, and it spreads around in a way people don't even, maybe they don't even realize, you know, like I played this song and then I'll play with somebody else and then they'll play with somebody else. And it's like this, a much nicer sort of virus thing <laughs> happens um, where it still, it just stays alive like that, you know? Yeah. Over, I mean, generations of, and huge spans of time. It's something great about that. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's a, yeah, it's great to have the music. It always, I don't know, his music sounds different to me a lot. Like from when, if I, I don't know, I guess it depends on how you're listening or if you're doing other stuff or, like yeah, oh, I, yeah. Hear, I hear things in the same song that like I never heard before or something like yeah that that's yeah. so when you know there's something going on with, yeah depending on what even what time of day it is or what yeah. what happened to you what you're thinking about at that moment or it it'll it can mean all kinds of different things yeah, yeah. okay well I will uh <laughs> I want to 
thank you for coming on. The, no, thank <laughs> you. The Zoom, the Zoom podcast. I hope I can. No, it's so <laughs> awesome it what you're. It's so amazing that you're. All this work you're doing. It's a little. Just, I'm. I'm kind of like the. I'm like the tortoise. You know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a little bit here, a little bit there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Consistent, consistent. I mean, there's a. Doing a lot, a lot of time, yeah. but but yeah. no, it's just it's it makes me it's like again it's like reassuring for me knowing you're <laughs> you're there with all this stuff. It's so awesome. Yeah, I like I like doing it, and uh, yeah, I feel like I'm getting to know him better as I. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll send you. I, I can send you a link to these some of these files of these duo and solo that would, that would be you really can really fun. hear them a little better yeah that would be so cool wow it's wild yeah okay. so tell carol i said hello yeah um, <laughs> guys say hi to everybody for me too okay. yeah keep in touch i hope i'll yeah i hope i'll get to i hope we'll get to play somewhere again soon and yeah. Maybe see you at that. I always like playing at that blue place, you know. At the club in Portland, yeah. Y yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah. I, and it's going to be hard for a place like that, you know. It's yeah, that's, long. I hope they can survive all this. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, I bet they will. They seem like they have a lot of support in the, in the community. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That was one of those real oasis places for us for the music so. okay all right okay we'll see you <laughs> let's talk again soon okay. thanks for yeah, doing that was this fun. thank you for coming on and yeah bye okay bye so that's the end of the interview with bill frizzell but i'm gonna fill in the rest of the show with some great music um, from bill and paul and more and I just found a piano rehearsal of Paul's as piano practice with Etude, and I think it was from 1978. So he'd actually been working on that song for a while. Here it is.
That was one more version of Etude recorded with Charlie Hayden and Jerry Allen on piano from their album Etudes, uh, 1988 soul note recording. Next, I'm going to play a cut from the August 7th and 18th rehearsal, 1981. Uh, this is the Palmodian Band with Joe Lovano, Ed Schuler, Bill Frisell, and Palmodian. And this tune is Mandala and My Man's Gone. Thank you. 
That was Bill Frizzell playing Introduction on the album It Should Have Happened a Long Time Ago from ECM. And before that, we heard the Psalm song from a rehearsal June 4th and 12th, 1981 with Mark Johnson and Bill Frizzell and Paul Modian. And I'm going to take us to the top of the hour with another cut from Live at Riles with a quartet that was part of a demo tape. Um, this is Second Hand, and it's recorded on September 14th and 15th, 1981. And I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do next week. 
um, but probably have, have a new show. So stay safe and well during this uh, worldwide health crisis and listen to good music as much as you can.